<coughs> are you wearing a Lakers hoodie? Yes, I am. What are you wearing a Lakers hoodie for? I'm in Los Angeles. You're not in Los Angeles. You know, well, I wanted to, you know, try and meet you halfway kind of thing. Then that would be New and York or possibly Chicago. It would, but I don't have a, a New York Knicks hoodie or a Chicago Bulls hoodie. Although I have been watching The Last Dance on Netflix. I've got a Stevie Nicks hoodie. It's close enough. Yeah. She's about as good a basketball as the New York Knicks, to be fair, at the minute. Oh, the Knickerbockers are awful at the moment. Well, granted, yeah. they're not playing, but that's probably good for them. Well, I went to see them in November at the Garden playing the Charlotte Hornets. And we thought we wanted to come back with a um, a souvenir. And so, obviously, everything at the Garden is incredibly expensive. Yeah. So, we went to a, a sporting goods store. Did you go to Medell's? Uh, se- yes. That's exactly where we went. It Would I be dismissing it to say it's a bit like Sports Direct in uh, terms of there's massive amounts of stuff in there and it's from floor to ceiling? Yeah, yeah. If, if you want like a top, it is at the ceiling height, which is around 15 foot. Yeah. So I think you've got Medell's on the East Coast and we've got Dick's Sporting Goods. Um, yeah. And I, I love Dick's. <laughs> it's my favourite shop to go into. And there's uh, Big Five as well. So Big Five Dick's. Big, okay. Big Five Dick's. And after that, I always go for a burger at Five Guys because I love having Five Guys in me. Oh, it's tasty. It's tasty good. And when you ask for small fries at Five Guys, they give you like a potato sack full all over your face. Five Guys, all over my face. <laughs> they really do a nice grilled cheese as well If because Five Guys are quite expensive. It, obviously, it's Five Guys. If, if you may be vegetarian, but you still love cheese... Get a grilled cheese with everything on it and, you know, five guys everywhere. Can I ask then, under current circumstances, which one or whichever number of the five guys have had to be furloughed um, in order to reduce overheads? Is it is it Jeff? No, no, it's Patrice. Patrice. Patrice has been furloughed, mainly what? because he kept fingering the buns. See, Gareth doesn't do that. That's why he's still there, you see. Gareth's fine, isn't he? Patrice? Yeah. Alan? Alan's just Alan, isn't he? You respect yeah. Alan. And Kevin, well, he's just Ah. Oh, you know what? If I can't if I can't get five guys in me, or at least on me somehow, I do fancy a quick in and out. And a quick in and out is one of the most sublime things you can ever ask for. Because if you want, you can go normal lemonade. You could also go diet lemonade, or actually, sorry, light lemonade. Or I go for the pink lemonade. And that is no besmirching upon me as an individual, but I love the taste of that pink lemonade in my mouth. I can't say I've ever experienced it. When I go for a quick in and out, I always go animal style as well. The animal style is just every time. I sometimes go protein style, which means they wrap it in a lettuce leaf rather than buns. Oh, is that what they do? Yeah. Right, if okay. If you go, can, okay. I, can I have it protein style? It's just in a lettuce leaf. And it's quite nice because you don't you don't want that clagginess, do you, of, of, the, of the bread sometimes. So that is nice. But I always ask for an extra schmear of uh, special sauce, the, the, the special spread. Awesome. And, of course, the thing is with the lettuce that it's got a different texture. It makes, it's got a, you know, it's sort of almost, it's almost ribbed yeah. for your pleasure. Oh, yeah, it is. It's ribbed. It's ridged. It's very watery. But... Trust me on this. Trust me. It makes the meat taste so much better. Not as salty, but just so much better. I trust you. Mm. 
And, and sometimes, sometimes if I want to go left field, even though they've stopped doing their spicy nuggets, and I love my nuggets being spicy, um, I often go for a Wendy's. Now, there used to be Wendy's in the UK because I used to go to a Wendy's in Leeds and you used to be able to get a pot of chilli and some crackers. But uh, Wendy's here, they, they're the ones that do the square burgers. I think, I think people call them the square patties. They're very nice. It's like a, a lawn sausage from Scotland. The square patties were supposed to be touring the UK at the minute, but they've had to cancel all the gigs. They always used to get on John Peel's Festive 50, didn't they? Without fail. Yeah. I know they were playing the Adelphian Hall and uh, lots and lots of fans in East Yorkshire. So how's your bike? Do you know it's all right actually. Um, I've I've got it. It's I've been out on it twice, and other than a, a quite a sore bottom, yeah, it's all good. The only slight error I've made, and this is down to my own complete ineptitude, was that the whole point of buying a folding bike was that it would fit in the boot of my car, and it won't. You utter massive prick. Yes. So. I've had to put it on the back seats of my car, which is not ideal because I'm trying to, I was trying to protect the back seats of my car because they're quite nice, they're leather. So I'm trying to like protect them. So I'm going to have to put something else on them. But the bike itself, now I've got it sort of seats and handlebars and all the rest of it adjusted and the tyres properly pumped up. And I discovered actually that you can, and it's a slight risk. I felt, you know, I felt like I was on one of them science programmes on, um, on, on BBC4 that you only get late at night. On the learning zone tonight... Can you pump up your tyres using a uh, car tyre pump, your bike tyres with a car tyre pump? And the answer is, yes, you can, without them exploding. So I've done that. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, went out for, went out for I think, road 3K, I think, on Friday night, and about about six on six and a bit on Saturday. You rode 3K? That's like, that's just going down the straight and back. 3K is like, what, 1.4 yeah, miles? Yeah, it's not far. We went to well. To be fair, what happened was I wasn't expecting it to turn up till actually, as we record this tomorrow. It shouldn't have turned up till tomorrow, but I got an email on Friday morning saying, "Oh yes, it's going to turn up today." Brilliant. And then it turned up at a quarter past six. So by the time I constructed the the damn thing and thrown the spanner and uh, around a bit and you know and the Allen key and dropped that several times and then effed and jeffed it and then drove over to Otterspool Prom. It was sort of about eight o'clock by the time we got over there, so we didn't have that long before it went dark. So what's it got to it do was, with um, Five Guys? Well, you just mentioned well, Alan and Jeff again. We've had, I, I did, I, yes, I, we've had our fill of Five Guys. Yes, we have. Well, you have. I don't, you speak for yourself. I if Alan and Jeff are now working with Mike Ashley to under promise but over deliver on your bike delivery, yeah, everybody's happy. Well, to be fair, that we just proved the point that that three of them have been furloughed because, because only Alan actually helped me. The rest of it I had to do myself. It was Alan Key, and nobody else did anything other than me. I had to do the rest of it. So it was you and Alan basically working. It was me and Alan, yeah. Working yeah. in synergy. Yeah, in perfect perfect uh, harmony. That's nice. Ebony That's... and Alan Key, Mikey P and Alan Key. Anyway, you're listening to top content. Um, <laughs> I've had a look at our listeners. Oh yeah, um, we got some. Yeah, seven uh, percent of our listeners are non-specific gender, which I'm quite chuffed about. And oh, is it Sam Smith? It is Sam Smith. Is it? We- oh, just because just because I look like you do look a lot like them. Sam Smith. Yeah. So that that's quite interesting. At one point, mm-hmm. I've I've changed our category. So if you've already subscribed to Top Content, um, Content. we were in the news commentary bit, but I thought that yeah. might be a bit too serious. So I have 
on a very long leash put us in the comedy category. I don't know if that's... However, news commentary, at one point, we were top 25 on Apple iTunes. Were we? Yeah. For news commentary? Yeah. Wow. I know. That is a terrifying indictment of anybody else that does a news commentary podcast that we are in the top 25 of that. That's an extraordinary and sad turn of events. I think that's down to you renaming our health secretary, Hatsmancock. Well, yes. Which I I think is the comedy observation of the year. Um, (laughs) It's it's why Charlie Brooker went underground and just started writing Black Mirror. He just had to give it up. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, we we are we're we're not popular because I'd I'd like us to have listeners not just aged in their forties but in the forties. That'd be nice. Yes, we did get a tweet from one, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. We've been we've we've had nice feedback. Um, feedback from a man called Dave says when the peacocks scream on your podcast, it sounds like they're shouting the name Neil. <laughs> and if you don't know that what episode was that because i've forgotten now because that but go back and listen to all of them oh that all was peacocks that was episode that was episode three wasn't it peacocks and thunderbugs go back and listen yeah. to that and then you can decide what name the it sounds like the peacocks are screaming out or are the peacocks screaming out a name or are they screaming out some sort of news commentary and we've not realized it's like the old you know the, the gold dress thing from a few years ago and everybody sends you one of them is, is, it, is, it, is it what is color it is it yeah is it gold is it white gold. yeah that's the questions they ask when they pull the burgers out of Five Guys, isn't it? I've never pulled a burger out of Five Guys. <laughs> no. I've only had I've only had Five Guys burger put in me, and that's the way it's going to stay. Is, is is this sexual content? Because do I have to put it down as explicit? Is this sexual? No. Is it, no. It's, is it's it no. It's like. No, oh, oh, it's definitely not sexy. Oh no, it's it's like like a carry on film. You know, you can get away with all those jokes at three o'clock in the afternoon on um, on ITV three. It's fine. <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, actually, talking of the carry on films, there's a, there's a a thing doing the rounds, a hashtag doing the rounds on Twitter about Zoom album covers. So basically, an album cover that was work as like a Zoom background kind of thing or something Mm. how you would look and my first thing when i thought of that was the best of the smiths which is of course has charles hawtrey yes on the front on the front cover um well i did um i did a a zoom pub quiz on i've done a couple of them yeah um wow they're amazing aren't they yeah um i only say that because we did it with fat larry's band's software zoom yep 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 and then we also did it with an app called Kahoot. Oh, I've heard about this. Which is you answer through Kahoot, which is brilliant. So you this, you get was to this with a, was this with a friend of ours, Simon, by any chance? Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 So seventy questions. So it's quite a sizable quiz. And first time I was doing it, and we're in Los Angeles, so we're eight hours behind. So I think yeah. we started about eight at night, which was twelve o'clock our time. We caned a bottle of Malibu, and I say bottle, 1.75 litres. Oh, my God. I was going to say, I thought you, when you say caned it, I thought that's what you were playing against. No. Which is a fairly, you know, that's not the most stiff competition you can imagine in terms of from an intellectual point of view, but I see what you mean. Yeah. And, and we um, did the quiz, first time we've done it. And I don't know if you know this about me, but I am a very, very aggressive player mm. of pub quizzes. I have to win them. I have to win them. Yeah. And I think there was about eight teams. And at one point, we were eighth, seventh, sixth. We'd gone into second and third places throughout the quiz. And, you know, 
there was true and false, which is just bullshit for a quiz. It, it doesn't test your knowledge. It's, it's just a guess. And we won on the 70th question. Wow. We got, we got the points to get us over the line. We only beat the other team by, I think, 300 points in the end. And our total was like 30,000 points. You get points for quickest, the quickest correct answer. You get extra right. points for like a winning streak as well. So we had a 14 question uh, correct winning streak to get his. Oh, win. okay. Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah. Right. With, with the Fat Larry's Band technology, we just kept changing the backgrounds, mainly to 90s dance DJ Judge Jules. Uh, <laughs> Uh, TV comedian Joe Wilkinson, and then a plethora of some of Britain's biggest serial killers and confirmed and unconfirmed uh, nonces, not of <laughs> normal criminal extraction. Nonces. Right. Uh, yeah, it was very fun for, for not all the family. Well, I... Actually, did this. We, we've been the last couple of Thursdays. We've done the same thing. So me and the missus have, have played against uh, three of her friends and their their partners. And last week, absolutely smashed the field, destroyed them to you know I, they were obliterated. I think we won by about ten points. To be fair, and by her own admission, and I know she listens to this, so she won't mind me saying this. I could have won it on my own. <clears throat> All right, but last. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, like I'm just, I'm just, yeah, incredibly competitive when it comes to quizzes. Last week, we, and even though we won that week, and this is how competitive I am, there was a question about what the Beatles' first number one single was. Wasn't it? Uh, I want to hold the, your hand. Yes, and I got the answer. I put please, please me. No, and uh, which it wasn't. But then they said, oh no, it was something else. And I said, no, hang on, that wasn't. How could that have been it? Because that wasn't even a, a number one single. They went, well, it was. And actually, they hadn't. And I, even though he won by ten points, I was still arguing about it. So much so, I went to the Guinness Book of Hit Singles. I went and dug that out of my library. I'm probably the only person who's doing anything with a, you know books or anything in the background that doesn't have any sort of biography of you know a dictator. Have you or got a copy of my mine camp in there? Have you got what? Atlas Shrugged by Anne Rand? I haven't got, no, do you know, all there is in there really is just my entire collection of Everton programs <laughs> filed, filed it chronologically. And there's still a few more to go in actually that I've found errantly. So I've, I've not, you know, it, it, it's a, a tome of equal um, horror to certain people on, you know, on, in certain sides. But no, I haven't got, you know, I haven't got anything by Stalin or Mussolini in there. Nothing about that. Not something by Marco Materazzi in there. Yeah. But no, I went to my Guinness Book of Hit Singles and argued about this, even though we'd won by 10 points. And what they'd done was they'd said that this number was a number one on the NME chart of the day. And I was like, that's not the official chart then, don't no. count. Well, but last week, much tougher quiz set by somebody else, lost by a point and a half. Oh. Fuming. You've got to, Fuming. Be, you've got to be exact on this. So when we won, and and it was it was granted, it was brilliant, We uh, we were... Behind this guy, who is one of the bosses at Britain's foremost sports and talk radio station. Right. Was he playing the quiz with you, was he? He was playing the quiz with us. Was he? Because years ago, he used to be a local radio disc jockey of some very good repute. And then he became a journalist at the Daily Mail. But that's fine, because it was Daily Mail Sports. And then he lost the quiz. However... If if we get invited back to do the quiz, which I doubt we will, because I was quite smug in our win, um, <laughs> we'd be taking on a bit of a legend in quiz circles. I, I'm not going to say his real name, but uh, he goes under the moniker of Fat Mancunian 
on the internet. Ah, And yes. if you don't know who he is, he's done quite a few TV quizzes. He is the man who gave the best pointless answer on Pointless and then set the benchmark for all pointless answers since. He was the right. first person to mention Tuvalu. Hang on, is tu- tu- Tuvalu is an, is that an island in the South Pacific? Yes, and it was a pointless answer, and he won twelve thousand uh, pounds. Even though the woman who he did the quiz with did all, um, but now Tuvalu is sort of the go-to pointless answer. But because Tuvalu has got so ingrained into the nation's conscious of what a pointless answer should be, it's no longer a pointless answer. So hopefully he's going to be on the quiz next week, and hopefully I'll be able to take him down. Take him down to Chinatown. Well, I know he listens to the podcast, so if he listens to this in advance, he'll know that, so he'll be fully prepared. So you've just given your game your game strategy away there. Well, I, you know, we were up against some uh, very, very good other quizzes, some brilliant quizzes, in fact. But Mr. is is amazing, but Fat Mancunian is the absolute dog's He's the platinum standard of quizzes. Is he? Mm. I've, do you know what I think is going to win the um, win the coronavirus sort of quiz epidemic? I think it's going to be Sporkle. Which get... Sporkle, Sporkle is is this website where you, because the only way we're filling our time at the minute, my, my cricket team, we're just posting quiz answers from uh, quiz questions or sort of can you name all of these every player that made his debut under under the captaincy of Alistair Cook as an example of a question mm, that's and, good. and and Sporkle is is the website that provides these for like wisdom and or provides the software to do them so i've just done a quiz right now which asked me to name all 99 first team players you know the the, the main starting 11 of every one of Everton's league championship winning teams in 12 minutes <laughs> Oh, this is a good website. It's good. They, well, they, they provide the software, Sporkle do. Sporkle are going to win this. They're going to be omnipotent after this. Even Warren Buffett is is having to sell stuff at the minute. Sporkle's where the money's got to go, kids. You, Share tips, news commentary. We're back in there. Get us in back in. You know how to get your podcast like massively out there? It's to go on other people's podcasts. And then it's like one big <laughs> circle. <laughs> we could get involved with have you ever heard of no such thing as a fish podcast yes which is yes. the qi podcast the qi Elf. yes yes um one of them is i used to work with a guy called andy at a pub in sheffield called the fox and one of his best mates is the qi elf because i was i was on the stag do with him okay um isn't one of the qi elves also and i'm i may be wrong on this isn't he also the deputy editor of private eye is he have i confused I think you're conflating. Am I conflating? Mm. Why am? Why have I got that? No, I tell you who it is. Oh, is it Adam McQueen? Is he one of them? I'm, I probably, you know, I've probably got that completely wrong. There's, there's somebody that is some way linked with Private Eye, uh, both Private Eye, and, and and the QI Elves. I think there he is. Hello, James Harkin. If you want to be on our podcast, we'd like to be on yours. There you go. He's got. 48,500 Twitter followers. Almost as many as me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>